everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Royal Strong and True Podcast. It's going to be a fun one today, guys, because we got a lot to cover. We got some BYU in the Big 12 news. We got some championship news. We got some proper football. Of course. We've got some ACC win totals. Hey. Guys, it's win total season, so you know what that means. College football season is coming up, and there is only one way to get prepared and be ready for the marvelous season that will be in front of us and to take full advantage of the weekend watch guys that Jared will be pushing out. And that is by listening to these win total episodes. Today we'll be previewing the ACC. Lots of fun stuff. Let's get straight into it. You guys aren't going to want to miss it. Let's bull. Go Tigers. But that field judge on the far side is in their pocket, man. Go over here, that's right! Let's back this booler. Yeah! Let's go wild, Let's man. Go, baby. Let's go. Welcome in, listeners, to another episode of the best podcast. Woo! Woo! Number one, baby. Cliffhanger <laughs> there. I know. I, I didn't know what you were going to say. You could have said pod, like Peapod. Pod racer. Pod, yeah. Pod of whales. True. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> could have been. Could, could have be. been anything. Could have been. The dolphins travel uh, in pods? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Trivia question of the day. All right. There you go. Let us know. <laughs> Um, we've got, we've <laughs> got a few uh, miscellaneous items. Uh, we do to go through before the meat and potatoes, mm-hmm. as you are well aware of. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want you all to get out that zinc sunscreen that Ooh. makes you look like a vampire. Nice, yeah. <laughs> you know, plaster that all over the for your, your yard work, because we have some housekeeping. We do have some housekeeping. The house is dirty. We got to keep it. Uh, let's start off with uh, something big that happened this week. Mm. Um, okay. Twitter has been kind of spiraling downwards for the last couple of months since a certain billionaire bought it. Yeah, theoretically, but also not at the same time. That's what it's they weird. say. <laughs> Any publicity is good publicity, as I think the motto right now. Right. Yes, it's weird. Uh, but yeah, with the recent like uh, rate limit, where you can mm. only read oh, six hundred tweets per bad. day mm. unless you pay. Um, Mark Zuckerberg, owner of Meta and Facebook and Instagram, has come out with threads. Which is a copy and paste from Twitter, except without all of the weird Elon Musk Twitter rules. So, gentlemen, after one week, what do we think? Is Threads the move? First of all, I just think it's hilarious that Elon Musk's defense of the rate limit was, go touch grass. <laughs> like, he literally just said, get off the app and go experience life. Like, oh. I thought that was kind of hilarious. <laughs> uh, about... What is it? A week and a half ago, two weeks ago, Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk were planning like an MMA cage fight. Kind true. Of thing. Yeah. True. Do you think this is what they meant by that fight? They're just gonna <laughs> oh. straight up have intellectual property like lawsuits going back and forth at each other. Uh, that'd be disappointing. Yes, less I'll entertaining for sure. Get in the ring. Yeah. Um, so apparently, Elon Musk fired a bunch of people when he took over Twitter, mm. and a lot of those got hired by Mark Zuckerberg huh. to make. Oh. Basically, an exact replica of Twitter uh-huh. called Threads. So that's okay. a funny story. 
But didn't Elon Musk like serve a cease and desist thing, saying that it was like too close? Uh, it was a, like, yeah. a violation of intellectual property law and all this kind of. I don't know. I think it's it's trying to, but I haven't know. downloaded Threads. Have either of you? Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm on it. You're I'm on Threads. Not, yes, I'm on Threads. Jared's on Threads. Okay. Follow, follow. What do you do? You follow people on Threads? Yeah, it's like connected to your Instagram. So like your same uh, Instagram login is your same Threads login, mm. and so you can just automatically like follow all the people that. You follow mm. on Instagram. That's interesting. So, can you switch back and forth in one app, or do you have to switch you from have the to, Instagram as, to the Threads? As app? far as I know, you have to go between the apps, but mm. I haven't used it a lot, so I don't. I don't really know. All right. So, if they combine Threads and Instagram into one app, does it just become Facebook again? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, that follows the trend of let's just uninvent technology. Yeah. Right, like we have cable, let's uninvent it, and yeah. we have all these streaming. separate streaming services. Yeah, yeah. stupid. Um, but yeah, so that was the thing. Yeah, speaking of Elon Musk, Ooh. bug bite season is hey. back. It's back? Are you kidding me? <laughs> have you guys been getting mosquito bites? Uh, yes, a ton. I yep. have. Uh-huh. Yeah. I didn't uh, even notice it. Like yeah, straight yeah. up, like Fourth of July, like I was chilling with the no-show socks on, you know, the, the, the short socks, and I literally had like. A red, what is, what's that shape? Ellipses? A red, <laughs> Ellipses. open parentheses? I don't know. Okay, a yeah. red something, like along Good where presence. my socks, yeah, exactly, like along where my sock line was. Wow, all, Just like, all around the border? All the, like, bug lands on your leg, your arm, you feel it, you smack it, you explode it, whatever. But it lands right yeah. there, and you just, I don't know, I just didn't notice. And I had like six billion bug bites. It was whack. They're yeah. The worst. It always gets me. Fourth of July, mm-hmm. you you come up with those short socks you've been wearing all summer. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yep. Ankles and calves, bro. Start showing some skin, man. Mm. <laughs> the mosquitoes probably don't like to see what they're seeing. Bad. You need Try that 100% deet stuff. Yeah. Um. Well, I have some big news that oh. I'd like to break on the podcast to all of you. Breaking news. Um, so, me and McKinley have been married for two years. Oh. And now, we'd like you to meet Moose. What? That is the cutest thing oh I've ever seen. Goodness. Yes. Hello, He's a little shy. He's a puppy. He what is a beautiful little puppy. He is an eight-week-old golden retriever golden puppy. Retriever. He's our best friend oh my now. Gosh. Yes. Wow. Hi, Moose. What's going on, Moose? Say hi, buddy. Yeah, was he asleep? No, he was playing. He loves to wow. play with Coda. He loves being outside. And he is a shark, so watch out. He will bite any and everything he can get his mouth on. <laughs> Great. Yeah, but yeah, that's very cute. Yes, he's an Ohio. His official name for the kennel club is Moose Buckeye. Moose Buckeye. Buckeye. Yes, but we just call him Mooser. We got a Mooser on the Moose. That's glorious. We now have a new co-host. It is Moose. (laughs) It is Moose. (laughs) So you'll see him in a lot of our Zoom calls that we'll post and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, see that. Thank you, McKinley. Go Moose. Beautiful wife. Yes. Uh, that's my big news. Okay, we can get back to sports. All right. But yeah, we are a family of three now. That's, yeah, family speaking, first. Here, speaking you know. of sports and animals, Ooh. we have Goat Talk. Oh boy. Yeah, we Goat talk. talk, the greatest of all time. In um, our own backyard. Ooh. Have you heard the name Kenneth Rooks? Uh, I have. Did he not win the Steeplechase National Championship? Mm, te- kind of. Kind of. Kind of. So, Kenneth Rooks, if you don't know him, you should. Uh, 3,000 meter steeplechase runner for BYU. He did yes. win the championship, but this was technically a college pro combined event. Uh, but earlier this year, he won the national championship yes. in the yes. track and field. Yes, yes, yes. But My most mistake. recently, yes. My mistake, yes. Most recently, I'm referring to. 
People were arguing whether or not this was the first uh, Big 12 championship for BYU. Technically Ooh. not because it is not a collegiate event. It's kind mm. of pro. Kind of pro, yeah. yes. <laughs> anyway, 3,000 meter, meter ste- uh, steeplechase. He fell over a barrier, was on the ground, on his back, 30 meters behind the entire pack. That is yeah. a mountain. That's like three touchdowns down. That's a mountain to climb, especially in a race that lasted less than nine minutes. Hmm. But he came back and won it. Incredible! Incredible! Kenneth Rooks, our very own, making us proud. Out of Kenneth. Kenneth Rooks. We love to see it. Especially the name, yeah, Kenneth. That's a good name. Kenneth Kenneth Rooks. Kenneth Rooks. Rooks. Yeah, the steeplechase, huge respect. You gotta jump in the the water. Mm, I feel like wet shoes would just suck. I feel like that would be terrible. Yeah, Yeah. swampy feet. Fungus. (laughs) Yeah, and running 3,000 meters in wet shoes. Ah, not for me. Yeah, I don't know. Shout out to him, though. That's that's good. Shout out to you, Kenneth. Yeah. Yeah. Just shows, you know, whenever you fall down, it's not that you fall over. It's that you get back up. Exactly. It's Lombardi. Oh, yeah. Can't wait for the Netflix documentary. (laughs) In some other good BYU news, we have the women's volleyball team. Oh. We just had their preseason poll. Okay. For for the inaugural Big 12 season. I like Mm -hmm. it. They were voted number two in the whole conference. Okay. Okay. They're, they're getting behind some respect. Texas. Reigning national champion, Texas. Yeah, they I'm fine with that. <laughs> can't argue with first that. place vote, though. Oh. Okay. Probably from the Texas coach. Maybe can't vote for Texas. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when Gonzaga votes for, like, loyal Marymount or something. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so... Watch out for them to have a good season. Okay, that's awesome. The season starts soon, end of mm-hmm. August. Not Perfect. all seasons are good, though. True. As no. you might hear from Pat's, <laughs> Pat Fitzgerald, Ooh. the head coach of Northwestern, who was just let go from his job amid uh, hazing allegations from a yes. anonymous whistleblower. The team came out in support of Pat Fitzgerald, saying that, no, nothing is that extreme. That's extremely fabricated. Nonetheless, oh. after an internal investigation... The university or Northwestern University, don't want to mix that up. Mm. Um, <laughs> Northwestern University decided to let go its head coach, which now begs the question: They appointed their DC as the coach this year. He's not going to be permanent. Okay, but the interim, the interim head interim, coach, interim, right? Who can we see coaching at Northwestern, and why is it Bronco Mendenhall? Okay. Mm. I I did see Bronco's name thrown out there one time on Twitter. Once. <laughs> I don't remember who it was. But he did a pretty good job at Virginia. Very good did job. Not. I mean, we've seen how they've dropped off after yeah. he left. Like, I mean, he turned them into a respectable 7-8 win team. Exactly. Yeah, right? Made the ACC championship game. True. Yeah. And they were bad before he got there, and they were bad after he left. So he could probably do some, some good work at Northwestern, especially with their, like, $800 million stadium they're building. <laughs> yeah. True. Sometime. I mean, proven history, rebuilding programs that have academic restrictions. True. Or religious restrictions. Or some sort of restrictions. That's true. Yeah. That's true. And Northwestern is in the thick of it. I mean, they're right there with Stanford. Transfer portal is really hard for Stanford, Northwestern, these kind of schools uh, because of the academic restrictions. Uh, you can't just transfer anywhere. Um, kind of like Caleb Love trying to go to Michigan. Uh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, you can't just go anywhere you want. Gosh, and, and it's hard Didn't to really out. build a big, a good program at one of these schools, but yeah. Bronco might be able to do it. He's not a bad option. Yeah, a but culture guy. Tradition, spirit, honor. True, yes. true. <laughs> Put it on the jersey. <laughs> and the field. Uh, do you know who I would not hire for this job? Who is that? Is one... 
Bob Huggins. <laughs> <laughs> is that because he's a basketball uh, coach or something else? Well, that and both, both, <laughs> both, both options, all of the above. <laughs> so if you if you recall, listeners, he was fired a few weeks ago. Or did he resign? I don't remember. He quote-unquote resigned. Apparently. It was yeah. reported he resigned. Yeah. yeah. Word, word has it that he resigned after he got a DUI. Mm-hmm. Like two steps and, away. And then two weeks earlier, he had made, like, right. anti-LGBTQ, but also anti-Catholic slurs in the same sentence on yes. podcast. Yep. He, mm-hmm. had a, he had a rough week. Or <laughs> rough summer, I guess. Well, now, he is kind of turned around and said, hey, I didn't resign. I don't know what you're talking about. This is my job. Give it back to me. And so I'm very interested to see how this will pan out if they're like, no, you're not taking this job, which is kind of the obvious choice. Or if they're like, oh, yeah, totally. This is your job. We never fired you. (laughs) Coach our team this year. Yeah. It's quite a saga. Bob Huggins is a proven coach. Like, True. The dude can coach. He's he's a good coach. Press Virginia. This This is literally like the... Stereotypical like movie or TV show like drunken dad that just got kicked out by his family. You can't take my house away from me. <laughs> you can't take my car, my kids. On like that's like that's literally what Bob Huggins is doing right now, and it's kind of embarrassing. So that's hopefully Bob Huggins gets some help. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's very funny though because if like they say he resigned and he's like saying that the letter was fake and he didn't actually sign it yeah but if you're the university just be like okay fine it was fake you're fired yeah <laughs> like, just cut hard. it right there <laughs> yeah maybe Bob Huggins and San Diego State are kindred spirits oh <laughs> actually not far that no no not that not that far away from true, each other true uh yeah uh any other uh, housekeeping items I would be remiss Ooh. not to share my little tidbit about the Salt Lake City Shred. If oh, you do not baby. know about the Salt Lake City Shred, they play in the AUDL, which is the professional. <laughs> That's such a good acronym. Audel. 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 The professional ultimate frisbee league in the United States, the Premier League. The Salt Lake City Shred are now 11 and 0 after Woo! handedly defeating the San Diego Growlers and the Arr. Portland Nitro. Wow. Their inevitable collision course with the New York Empire, who is also 11 and 0 and has oh. not lost a game in I think 2 years, Clash oh, of the Titans is set for <laughs> Friday, July 15th at 7 p.m. at Zions Bank Stadium in Harriman, Utah. Be mm. there or be square. The sporting event of the year in the state of Utah. That could be exciting. Uh, I have a fun fact about this. Oh. oh I apparently know two people connected to the Shred. Oh, do you? One person I work with at BOU TV, like, does media for them, kind of. Like, oh. works on the broadcasts cool. for the Shred. And the other one is actually on the team. Let's freaking go! Do you remember Hannah Nielsen from our mission? Yeah. Yeah, she married uh, Porter Euler. Porter Euler. Yes, from Timview. He's from my home ward. Yeah. Oh. He is on the team. Let's go! Yeah! That's crazy that she married Porter Euler, and also that he's on this team. Yeah, small world. There's also <laughs> some drama going into this game, though. Okay. Because oh. la- just uh, a week and a half ago, Salt Lake City Shred lost their second leading assist man oh, to no. not the transfer portal, but the mission field. Yeah. Oh, no. Straight up went on a mission in the middle of the season. Bro, what are you doing? Shout out to my guy. <laughs> Serving the Lord. Yep. Uh, you'll definitely get sports. those years back. Some yeah. things are bigger than sports. Mr. Jimmer. <laughs> He's actually already <laughs> won like Jimmer. a national championship in like like a U17 or like a U19 like 
champ, like world championship. Okay. So he's right. he's kind of Yeah. He's okay. a disc golf goat. <laughs> Are we not, <laughs> not disc golf? Uh, not quite, but ultimate. Ultimate. You have the alliteration. Though. The yeah, ultimate yeah. goat. <laughs> um, shall we move ahead into one of our fan favorite segments? Let's shall. It's time for. <laughs> Proper football, folks. Proper football. <laughs> We're getting real gassy after eating all the beans on that toast. Yes. One too many sausages. <laughs> oh my goodness. Bangers and mash. All right, let's start off in our backyard of Sandy, Utah. Sunday. <laughs> We've got Blank Salt Lake playing the Orlando. What's their team name again? I do not know. It's probably just something like Orlando City. Orlando City, that's right. (laughs) Orlando City Soccer Club. Team named the city. Get this. They were the best team in the league on the road. Oh. Oh. Wait, who? Orlando. Orlando. We were also very good on the road, maybe second, but they were the best. And they were on the road in Sandy, as I said. We smoked them for nothing, folks. Let's go! Baby! Our new record signing, Chicho Arango, scored like 30 minutes into the game. A beautiful header. He's the real deal. Chicho Arango. Chicho Arango. Yeah, we're we're pretty good, honestly. We've been playing better lately, and we're only getting better. So, yeah. It's a good time to be an RSL fan. That was quite the performance. Yes. It was stunning. How well we were playing. Everybody Sold got crowd on the board. At home. Yeah. Domination on the field. The ninth biggest crowd in our long 15 year history. Mm. Storied. Yes. <laughs> yes. Our 20,000 yeah. seat stadium. <laughs> uh, we are now up to fourth in the West. Oh. Yes. Clap it up, babe. That's a home playoff game. We get the home field advantage. We sure do. Sorry, I'm completely ignorant when it comes to proper football stadiums within the United States. Mm. Right. 20,000. Is that a big or small uh, MS, MLS stadium? It's pretty average for MLS. Yeah. Average? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, definitely not near the top, but not near the bottom. Got it. I will say our attendance is above average. True. Yeah. Because we, we fill it up most games. Mm. Yeah. Some teams have bigger stadiums, but less people. Some teams have smaller stadiums that fill up, but still aren't as much as ours. So you know, mm. yeah. it's 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 a good it's accomplishment. Good. Yeah, it's good. Got it, got it's it, a good it. environment. Um, in fact, we have thirty three points, okay. tied with LAFC, who's in third place. Mm. But they have us on like goal differential and stuff. We still, yeah. unfortunately, have a negative goal differential. Yeah, because we <laughs> had a really bad start. To the season, yes, but. we had a rough start. Um, but After yes, a four nil zero two. <laughs> We're up to, and we are four points above fifth place. There's a big clump from like fifth to fifth to tenth, really fifth to eighth, fifth yeah. to tenth. There's a big clump, but we have kind of separated ourselves from that group. The cream always rises to the top, as, oh. as Dan called as at say. the beginning of the I season. See. Yes, so a very very good time what to be in our spot. Fan. We'd like to stay above that little clump beneath us. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah. So it's time for another ruling. Okay. I can't remember what we called them last time. Was it Rock Band Salt Lake? It was Rock because Band Salt Lake. Put up, put on a great show on the road. <laughs> but, but not at home. <laughs> kind of suck at home. Uh, well, I'm prepared to call them. This is a big moment. Oh, boy. Real Salt Lake. Oh, baby! Not quite Real Salt Lake, you know. Okay. They're not in that royalty tier yet, but they're officially Real Salt Lake, folks. Because they are real. They're real? They're for real. They're for real. This is a big moment. This is a huge moment. Huge moment. On the podcast for Real Salt Lake. Let's go, baby. How many games are left? How many matches, sorry, are left? Uh, I want to say 12. 
Yeah, a few. They're like two-thirds through, I think. Okay. Yep. We have two this week, three in August, four in September, and three in October. So that makes four 12. It'd be 11 or 12, yeah. That's yep. strange. Yeah. Um, I know. Th- during the beginning, they played a lot of Wednesday games. Um, we don't have a ton of Wednesday games moving forward. Yeah, we had a very busy like May slash June. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but yeah, so we are in a very good spot. It's going to be a pretty... Um, I'm not going to say like easy week, but we have uh, two teams that we should beat pretty handedly. Um, we have New York, who only has 26 points, a couple games below year, us. Yeah. yeah, very New York Red Bulls. Very not good. And then Kansas City, who is also 10th in the West, um, they have 25 points. So we should win both of these sporting matches. Sporting Kansas City. Sporting, yes. Yes, course. they are sporting. Mind my, pardon my French they, there. They sport. But yeah, two 10th place teams, um, both the, uh, like a few games below us. We should win both of these games. Yeah. Um, Kansas City on the road will be difficult because true. that is a rivalry, and they have a good, they have a good home. Yeah, they have a pretty decent home field advantage. Yeah, so that'll be a fun one. Yeah, that's the Wednesday game, and then New York Red Bulls on Saturday. Although I, I must say, if we draw on the road and win at home, wash my hands. That's a good result. Oh baby, we'll take it. All right, let's talk about some football of a more international. Variety. International. Oh, we, we, we have the both men's and women's field uh, teams going strong. Let's start with the men. Because <laughs> um, that's the order it's on our script. They're in the CONCACAF Gold Cup. They just had a, set, a quarterfinal matchup against Canada. Real sickos game. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. Yes. Our friendly neighbor up north. Not, not so friendly lately. Not so friendly on the pitch. <laughs> not on the pitch, at least. Um, this was... Um, an unusual game. It was 0-0. Not, not the prettiest game because it is our probably C team. Mm-hmm. But we scored in the 88th minute, 88th or something. Yes. To take a 1-0 lead. And then a late handball in the box gave them a penalty. It was reviewed by VAR and given the penalty. So they had the late equalizer. We're headed to extra time, folks. Extra yeah. Very, very unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> you, you hate to give up a win with a VIR handball in the box, but... In the third minute of added time. Yeah, that's how it happens sometimes. Oof. We go to extra time, and they score. Oh. So we're down 2-1 to one in extra time. Time is running out, folks, but... We were bailed out by an own goal. Own oh, goal. Let's go. This game had everything, folks. Canada so, is just too nice. <laughs> yeah, true. You're, are we winning? Sorry. 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 But here's let, one for let, you. Let me just put that right in the net and make it a little bit more competitive. Exactly. Sorry. Thank you, Canadians. Uh, yes, we went to penalty shootouts. Our keeper. Matt Turner. Matt, Matt Turner. Turner. Stood on his head, folks. He was on his head. Oh. What do you guys think of that? I saw something on Twitter that I cannot verify as true fact or okay. whatever. Okay. But okay. apparently Matt Turner becomes the first American keeper to uh, save two penalties in a penalty shootout in like 15 or 20 years or something like that. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. It doesn't happen often. It does not. <laughs> but he saving, did it twice. Saving two penalties? And one of them he guessed the wrong way and like... Dove back against his body <laughs> and saved it. Like 
He was a freaking goat. It was impressive. Some of you may remember Tim Howard of Tim uh, Howard the Goat World True. Cup glory days of old. Mm-hmm. Yep. Single-handedly carried Team USA to the whatever yeah, exactly. to the yeah, to his big bald stage. head. Uh, well, Matt Turner could be the next Tim Howard, folks. Oh. He is a freaking beast. That, those are big words. Yeah. Um, also, uh, quick note on this. So, in the game, that uh, that VAR penalty in the 93rd minute, um, or the third minute of stoppage time at the end of the game, that you know sent the game to overtime, blah, blah, blah. It was this one guy on Canada's team. He took the very first PK against Matt Turner, and Matt Turner stuffed him. Got up, flexed, and just stared at him. Yes. He just stared <laughs> him yes. down. Yes, that's what we need. He's, He's got, got that, that dog. dog in him. He's got that dog. <laughs> Theoretically, if some arbiter was on their bullcrap, was on their bullcrap, okay, could they jello card Matt Turner for flexing on him? Um, for unsportsmanlike I, conduct or something? It would take a, a lot. I don't see that happening. Mm. To be honest, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I think it's a it's a safe thing for him to do. Yes. Okay. Very safe. Yeah. So he he should continue flexing. Should keep flexing. On. Absolutely. On, especially after he saves a PK. Yes. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was incredible though. Um, it was. Except for literally every other moment of the game because yeah, we are our C team is not that good. Yeah. You know, we're trying out some different players here. Most of them are not making very good cases for themselves. <laughs> no. So yeah. That, yeah, that's how it goes. Like, it was dude. unfortunate, and we have zero chemistry too. Like none of these guys have ever played together. Yeah. Also, we're on our interim interim coach at the, the moment. Interim, <laughs> the double interim. Yes, we're on a double interim. <laughs> Even though we've hired our new coach, he's just not here for some reason. <laughs> Great start, Greg. Yeah. If either of you two were placed on the C team, do you think you could at least get an assist? No, mm. I don't think so. If I played. Two million minutes. Yeah, true. I could get one assist. Dan's just got that incredible conditioning. He's going to tire out the other team. If I had infinite time, I could get one assist. That's a good... Do you think you could just freaking boot that thing to the box and hopefully get a lucky header? Yeah, that's probably... I'd, just maybe, I'd be the corner kick taker. <laughs> just try to get as many corners as possible and just kick it in there and hope something happens. Is that counting as, as an assist? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll say this. Now, our women's team would probably put up a really good fight against our A team men's, mm. but our women's team would smoke our C team. Yeah. Like, yeah. it would be five or six to nil. Like, that's. Yeah. They're just our not that good. Our women's team is dang good. Our C team. Not so much. Not good. And speaking of the women's team, oh. they had a friendly, a little warm-up match. Yeah, yeah, a little send-off. Yeah, a little send-off. Uh, they were playing Wales, who the U.S. Wait. infamously drew in the first game of the World Cup right. in men's. Um, but yeah, we beat them 2-0. Trinity Rodman, Ashley Hatch's teammate in the Washington Spirit, had two goals. Yes. Um, I was not able to watch this game due to Moose and, oh, and freaking 130 Church. Uh, brutal. Um, but I'd like to get a breakdown of this game. It seemed like we were in control, but I'm not 100% sure. My breakdown is thus. We were in control, but we were not threatening. Mm. We were a little stagnant, I'll say. Okay. Mm. And it, we didn't have much cohesive creativity, not much hunger, not much drive. Okay. And then we subbed in a few people like Trinity Rodman, midfielder Savannah DeMello, new face oh, on the team. Oh, new face. Those two helped us spark us, and you know Trudy Rodman scored both the goals. So, 
if we play like we did at the beginning of the game in the World Cup, we might have a tough time. Okay. I'll be honest. Because the other teams in the world are good as well. Catching up. But if we decide to care more about this game, okay. if we play a couple of our starters who were out with the you know precautions, then hopefully we can look a lot better and win this like we should. We just had a retiree, didn't we? Uh, uh, she announced her retirement. Yeah. She's oh, not retired. She hasn't yet. retired yet. Mm. That's Megan Rapino. She's mm-hmm. kind of a legend, but goat. Not super great these days because she's, she's retired. She's kind of old. That's she's what uh, Michael Jordan for the Wizards. Right. Kind of, yeah. She's yeah. like one of those players who walks out in the field you're like, wait a second, you're still around? Yeah. Like, oh. She theoretically could still drop a 20 piece but is more than likely dropping like Four points, three rebounds. Yeah, exactly. She's, she's yep. locker room presence, I think. Yep. Yeah. Kind of the leader. the leader. Yes, exactly. Leader. Um, I thought it was interesting because Trinity Rodman, like you said, she was a sub, correct, Dan? Yep. She came in, scores these two goals. After the game, kind of in the press conferences following, she says, like, this team is hungry. We're ready. We are. We want to go win this. But mm-hmm. it was kind of her hunger that kind of sparked the team it sounds like yes she's more hungry than anyone yeah so maybe maybe that's what it's going to take maybe it's going to take some of these young guns that haven't won a world cup on this team before coming in and kind of sparking our team late yeah and one thing about trinity rodman so we had mallory swanson pew yes <laughs> pew swanson she used to be mallory pew then got married to a baseball player and is named mallory swanson she got injured and trinity rodman was a maybe a favorite to replace her, okay. but the coach went with 18-year-old Alyssa Thompson, mm. which I think put a chip on Trudy Rodman's shoulder. Mm. She gets subbed on in the second half and scores two goals in our send-off game. Oh. So she's sending a message with her hunger and her production. You know what they say, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Oh, oh. look at that chiasmus. Woo. Look at that L over here. They say it. Great stuff, great stuff. Oh, Asmus Toys. <laughs> Whoa, Asmus? Whatever that is. I don't know. <laughs> uh, sounds like a Hanes underwear Christmas commercial. Ooh, true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's your proper football, folks. Shall we move on to American football? The good stuff. Ooh, yeah. American football. <laughs> C-T-E. <laughs> what do we got? Let's start off with the UTFL. I gotta give a quick little update. Um, I'm freaking playing quarterback. For your new team, right? It's, what is it called again? Very, the, the Runes. The Runes, that's the right. Runes. The Runes. I like uh, very confusing playing quarterback. Uh, had a rough day at practice. Didn't okay. throw any interceptions. Uh, threw for two touchdowns, which was fine. But, but it was rough. But no, but my <laughs> touchdowns, probably, no complete, interceptions, probably completed about... <laughs> 35% of my passes. Okay. But I did I did run for four touchdowns. Ooh. So it, it's a triple option offense. It's supposed to, when I pull that ball, I'm hard to take down in the open field, baby. Hey, yeah. let's just remember these names. Mm. Lamar Jackson. Mm. Um, even Johnny Manziel to, mm. to a point. Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Mm. Denard Robinson. Braxton Miller. Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Sol J. Mayava Peters. Ooh. See? These are incredible names, all at the same tier of greatness. <laughs> yep. Justin, your name will be next. Yes. Oh also, don't be too hard on your show. You were playing D line last year. So, from the switch to, to quarterback. QB. 
Yeah. I, I don't think it's ever happened. That's a big jump. The other quarterback that wants to play, though, will be showing up to next week's practice. Okay. we got Uh-oh. a battle. Okay, battle. we got a QB battle. In your mind, mm. realistically, mm. obviously, competitively, you want to beat him. Yes. Where are you at, though? Because if you don't win, then you kind of get to play D-line of running back, maybe? Like, where are you at? Do you want to win the starting job? Do you want to play defense still? Where are you at? Well, here's the thing. I'm also the starting D end, so okay. <laughs> I'm already on both sides of the ball. Right. So, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Then. That does not matter to me. I, I feel like I give my team the best chance at winning. Let's go. go! Oh yes, there we go. let's go. <laughs> that would be awesome. Hey, I will say biggest thing about the Aztecs last year. You did not touch the ball enough That's on true. offense. That's true. Every time you touch the ball, it was either a touchdown, ten yard like mm-hmm. pass, and you always truck somebody. So, yeah. I, just the trucking factor. It gets morale up. <laughs> yeah, it does. Like, legit. But uh, interesting development. Uh, mm-hmm. We will definitely be tuning into the updates in the future. Mm-hmm. Season Great doesn't fact. start till when? March, February? September. Oh, there's, oh, a, there's fall. a fall season? There is there's a fall, a fall season. season. Oh, yeah. Okay, well. <laughs> there is indeed a fall season. Uh, I guess your ramp-up time is cut into half, I yes. guess. <laughs> yes, that's, that's why we're already practicing. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> Uh, Enough about the UTFL, though. Let's talk about real, real football. Yes, which is college football, if you, any of you are wondering. No fun league doesn't really football. exist at no. all. Um, but yeah, uh, there's a little bit of news surrounding BYU. Mm. Um, they were selected for what is called a Big 12 homecoming. Uh, I don't really know that much about this, so I'm going to mm. turn time over to you guys. Maybe you can help me understand kind of why this is important and yeah. what it is exactly. I assume it's another Brett Yormark, like, let's go earn some money in a way that's not the television deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this something that, like, I, I got the impression it's kind of like traveling around to different schools. I do believe it is. And mo- multiple people will be getting this experience. Yes. Okay. So BYU will be getting it for their home game against Texas Tech. Oh, maybe. Mm-hmm. Is that okay. their first Big 12 game? It second. is not. Yes. Second. Right? Second? Because uh, they play no. home versus... Well, second Big 12 home game. Yes, yeah, second right. Big 12 home game. Yeah, second yeah, home game. Yeah, 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 because we home. get Cincinnati at home before that. Yeah, that's that's right. But that's like on a Thursday or a Friday. Friday. It's on a Friday. Yeah, this will include a women's empowerment event. Actually, I okay. mistyped multiple. Oh, multiple. multiple. Mul- women's empowerment. empowerment events. with an Events. Action. Interesting. Plural. Yeah. Okay. Um, the Big 12 will apparently donate $50,000 to a local elementary school. Yeah, for okay. some, a makeover. Some for, sort of okay. makeover. Facilities makeover. Okay, that's okay. cool. I like Get that. a weight room in there. As long as it's not like... <laughs> <laughs> elementary school the right elementary across school. from BYU. Have the kids getting yoked. Yes. <laughs> Provost of Wasserstein. Start young. As long as it's not like some Alpine, like brand new Alpine yeah, <laughs> elementary oh, school. I don't like, think so. It's got to be like West like, Valley yeah, or, like you know. Like South Provo. Or yeah. It's, it's going to be in Provo, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, kind of in the hometown. Provo-Orem area. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Please not warm. Do it in Provo. <laughs> yeah. Um, they will have a DJ and oh. giveaways. Some okay. Sort of party atmosphere. Yeah. I like that. That's definitely not something you would get here at BYU. They will host a tailgate. Whoa! They're what? doing a tailgate. Whoa! Tailgate and not on not on campus. It better not be on campus. Says that they are aiming to improve the tailgating scene. They better now. Doing so is literally just bringing one pound of brisket on the campus. Like if you <laughs> do that, true. one pound of uncooked brisket 
The tailgating scene has improved tenfold. You bring bratwurst instead of hot dogs. <laughs> improved tailgates. If you move the tailgate lot to the stadium oh, and not four blocks away behind a Baskin Robbins. I mean, shout out to those like three poly families though that have maintained oh, yeah. their same parking spots that actually do tailgate in the yes in the stadium. Lot. Shout yes. out to them. Yeah. yeah uh, we need more great. of it. We do. All the tail. Give me all the tailgating at BYU. Yes, I hope I hope that's a good experience. The Big Twelve tailgate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I feel like it would be fun. I'd yeah, go. Yeah, should be. and it and it shows that the Big Twelve is like wants to go out to the new schools, like because they're doing to the other new schools, right? Yeah. Since UCF mm-hmm. and Houston, um, it shows that they're like wanting to include us. That they they want to onboard us as you would to Power Five football, kind of get us to the level atmospherically and kind of you know welcome to the club kind of thing. And I like that. I really appreciate yeah. that. And yeah, as the final part of this Big 12 homecoming tour in Provo will be a flyover. Oh, flyover, yeah. I mean, those, those are always fun. Yeah. I mean, that's not special to yeah. this, I mean, but it, yeah. it, I won't try that. Before, I mean, given but. that we have like an Air Force base extremely close to us and really good <laughs> connections with that, we've had many flyovers at BYU games, but yeah. We have. Uh, but. One thing I'm extremely interested in, and Jared, you being a part of, BYU, of the BYU media world, perhaps Ooh. we'll have inside information on this. Maybe not at this current mm. point in time because mm. it was just announced but in the future will this compete with or work in conjunction with Cougar Canyon mm. I do not know right now mm. I assume we will find out in the future um, I would not be surprised if this replaced Cougar Canyon mm. that is my uh, initial reaction mm. but I cannot say of any certainty I've not heard anything from my inside sources got it Fair enough. that would be my initial reaction uh, on other Big 12 news, this week is Media Day, parentheses S and parentheses. Mm-hmm. Um, Wednesday and Thursday, I believe, yes. correct, Will they will be talking to the all the players and coaches that will be in Dallas for Big 12 Media Days presented by Old Trapper. Um, Shout out to Ryan Cal. I love that. They will be uh, speaking, so uh, ESPN Plus, I believe, is what it will be on. Maybe okay. ESPN 2 or U. It is the first one, I believe, of Conference Media Days. Am I correct? Yeah, I, I mean, there might be others this week, but none have happened already. Yes. Um, right. And so this will be a lot of eyes on BYU, a lot of eyes on the Big 12. Uh, Brett Yormark loves a good production, so it's going to it's gonna be fun. It's going to be interesting. Um, if you watch BYU Sports Nation, they will have interviews with players as well. Um, and then uh, that will be on BYU TV, so it'll be free if you don't have ESPN+. Plus. But it's... Also on ESPNU. Okay, perfect. So everybody can watch it. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Uh, That's going to be interesting. I love media days. They mean nothing, but it's fun. It gets you hyped for football season. That's all we want, right? And can you remind me who the BYU representatives will be? Yes. Kalani. Kalani. Kalani's go. Uh, Ryan Rico. I know. Our puncher Ryan Ryan Rico. Rico For some reason. Uh, Keaton Slovis. Keaton Slovis. Keaton Slovis. Um, Eddie Heckard. Eddie Heckard, I think, is going. Um, I have him. I'm pulling him up right now. I feel like I want to say Tyler Batty, but that might not be. Tyler Batty, I believe, is going, right? Is he? I don't yeah. know. I, I don't think the the line got much love. <laughs> 12 Media Days. Uh, da, 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 such good podcasting right now. Yep. Uh, Micah uh, Harper. Google oh, and stuff. okay. This is what I have. Or, sorry, no, no, no. Sorry, that was Mitch. I have, huh? this is what I have right now. Ryan Rikow, Keen Slovis, Kalani, Cody Epps, Ben Bywater, and Tyler Batty. Okay. Yes. That's that's a good lineup. That's yeah, a good lineup. That's a pretty good lineup. Yeah. Those are big big names. Those are some yeah. 
that's that's a good good job. Arguably, indication that we will be on day one, which would be which would be Wednesday. 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 Okay. Oh, we got a schedule we, here. Yes, we are. Do we have a schedule? A schedule. We will be live as of two thirty central. Or we're the last team on day uh, one. It does not say. This is a KSL article though, so I'm guessing Mountain. Yeah, all times listed are in Mountain. Two thirty p.m. Mountain. Calendar it, baby. Love Watch. That's gonna be primetime television. We're the day one end cap. Okay. Yes. At, we're after it goes Oklahoma, Texas, then us. Whoa! In ascending order. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's big time actually that Good we're on stuff. the same day. Like, that's yeah. cool. That's yeah. cool. Big brand. Uh, I love it. Uh, should we get to our uh, countdowns that we are required yes. to do? What have we got on yes. the countdown? Um, for, so a countdown to BYU's first game versus Sam Houston. Fifty-three days, boys. Ooh, dog. We're almost down to half a century. We. <laughs> Yes. Yes, of days, days. not years. (laughs) Um, And then that means to the first football game, Notre Dame versus Navy, home game for Notre Dame in Ireland. In Dublin. Only 46 days, people. Oh, that's barely over a month. 46 days, 15 hours, 46 minutes, and 40 seconds. Perfect. Mark your calendar. Still accurate when you're listening. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so I'm very excited. We are getting there. It's still a ways away, but... Um, we will be preparing you for football season. Is that like about six weeks or so? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. right. Six, six weeks and one plus. day. All right, yeah. let's go. Yeah, let's go. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Wait, We're almost that, there. Does that mean the first football game is on a Tuesday? Uh, no, it's on a Saturday, September or August twenty sixth. Oh, so yeah. Sorry, six weeks and four days. All right. Yes. Um, there we go. Okay. All right, everybody. Let's do it. You know All how we right. count you down to football season? How do we do that? I mean, obviously, we read off our little countdowns that we have going here. Of course, of course. Yeah. But also... This is a good one by Jared. This, this, is, this is a really good one. Much improved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do my homework. Um, we do it by previewing every conference in college football. We are ready for our win totals episodes. We're coming at you. It is time, baby. woo Let's kink sing, kick things off. Not kink things off. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Uh, um, I mean, if sicko football is your kink, then you've come to the right place. You, you have. Because we're doing the ACC today. Um, let's just say this. The ACC would not be the conference that you show someone who has never watched college football before and you're trying to sell them on the sport. Mm. Absolutely not. We, we can all agree. Can I, I have a take. Yeah. I just, I just thought of this right now. So I have okay. to share. ACC. Can we say that that's short for accountant? Important to business operations, but boring. <laughs> that's actually ACC, pretty good. ACC, important yeah. to college football, sure. But boring. But boring. That's I perfect. Accept that. I was going to say the ass crack conference, but Ooh. I think accountant works a little bit better. Accountant. I, I like my I like analysis it. of the ACC. They're a basketball heavy conference. Full of um, now lightweights in basketball. Lightweight, lightweights, lightweights. They're kind of washed. In yes. Basketball. Yep. Washed. That's a great, great description. They're a basketball conference that's washed in basketball. That's true. True. Yep. true. Mm-hmm. I mean, this Dan would know most of anyone. They're a lacrosse conference. They're a lacrosse. L A X baby. Yes. Um, so, let's 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 cover a couple of these things to yeah. start. Right. How does this conference work this year? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little different than in previous years. They play eight conference games, which okay. 
Uh, we don't like standard for you know sub conferences. Yes. Um. They do schedule decently out of conference. They do. That's true. They A do. lot of Sunbelt games. Better than mm. the SEC, I think. Way better. Sunbelt, CUSA. Yeah. They get around. There's sort of true. a Big Ten relationship. Yeah, yeah. I guess In you could quotes. say. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of relationships, Notre Dame. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think true. half the conference is required to schedule Notre Dame each year, but Notre Dame is not part of the conference. Yeah. yeah. Even though they kind of are. It's strange. And you it's can familiar. somehow also schedule an in-conference member and have it be an out-of-conference game, which happened last year with Wake Forest and... I think, was it North Carolina? North, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. I think it was. I think it was Wake Forest, North Carolina. And it was somehow a non-conference game, even though they're both in the same conference. Very strange. It's kind of like Alabama marriages, if you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this year, they are no divisions, though. No so there's divisions. the ACC Coastal, which had, like... Uh, a different winner every year for nine years. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. <laughs> pretty exciting. There were two years, in fact, in which the winner of the Coastal Division had a losing record in conference. This <laughs> <laughs> is awesome. Uh, but there will be no conferences. Right. Yeah. Or no divisions. So that uh, just means the top two teams, wherever they are within the conference, they're playing in the conference title game. Even if they've already played each other. Yeah. Um, they do have three permanent rivals, and we'll explain when we go through each team which of those rivals they have. Mm-hmm. Um, but they will rotate through every other opponent every other year. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's I like a, that approach. Yeah, that's that's good, not bad. Good system. Yeah. Because if you're going to have eight games, that's a good way to do it. Yes, exactly. I agree. Um, you definitely have to play every single team at least every other year. At least every other year. Three of those you know, permanent rivals every year. Yep, and you play them home and away. It's great. It's Honestly, as we've been doing this little research, I've liked it. Um, but let's start with our win totals. Um, yeah. How do you guys want to do this? Do you guys want to go alphabetically? Do you guys want to go... Um, I, do you want to spin the wheel of decision? What do you guys want to do? Spin the wheel of decision. Let's go alphabetical. Okay. Yeah. I think that works best with a non-division conference. Yeah. yeah. It's a good way to follow. Yeah. Starting up first, we have none other than the powerhouse program, Boston College. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Dan. Knee <laughs> slapper. Oh the, my! The over under is five and a half from the odds makers. Mm. How are you guys feeling on this one? That's some absolute malarkey. This team went three and nine last year. Yeah. And if you are betting the over, or sorry, if you are putting cheez its on the over, yes, hmm? yeah, exactly. Uh, gambling's a disease. <laughs> uh, you are expecting them to double the amount of wins that they got last year, and no roster moves that they made justify them doubling their amount of wins from last year. It is an absolutely asinine total. Yes, they're returning <laughs> a decent amount of production, but that's 3-9 and nine production. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, uh, I'll start off. I have the under. Okay. These folks. Shocker. Five wins. Um, decent. Okay. Uh, I also have the under. Okay. I have four wins yeah. penciled in here. Yeah. I uh, felt very generous giving them five wins. Still an under. Yeah. Yeah. Still I, an under. W- where are we seeing the wins coming from? Because we have a we have kind of the same but a little bit different. Um, I think they might lose to NIU to start the season. Yeah. NIU's not very good, but they could. There's a chance that they lose to NIU next week. They play Holy Cross, however, <laughs> which I think they might win. It'd be hard to lose that yes. one. Holy, Holy Cross, Cross is a bad FCS team, but granted, Florida State did lose to Jacksonville State. So True. Yeah. They also play UConn, 
Okay. Which I would hope they win. UConn had an up year. I don't know if... Yeah, it depends. They are... Big um, 12 money. <laughs> That's true. True. Maybe they'll join us. I think Georgia Tech might be a win. Yeah. Um, They're playing a few very bad other ACC teams, so, you know, some of those are toss-ups, I feel like. <laughs> At Army is extremely intriguing to me. They, they go to West Point, play Army. You have to remember, Army is going to be a new team this year mm. because with the new clock rules, they decided to go away from the triple option. They're still running triple option principles, but their quarterback is now on the shotgun, so it's going to look different. It'll look like Coastal Carolina kind of. Yeah, it'll be Coastal Carolina-esque, but do they have the athletes to run a Coastal Carolina offense? That remains to be seen. Absolutely. Yes. I really don't think there's any way they go bowling. I don't. No. I don't. It is not not in the cards, right? No. I would not expect that. (laughs) Which is sad, because literally the New Age Aztecs could go bowling if they played in the ACC. (laughs) (laughs) That is saying something. Yes. Um, Shall we move on to our? Or you got one more thing? No, I see absolutely nothing to talk about on this case. I'm just gonna say anything nice to say. Don't say it. Let's move on to a team pretty similar. Don't live to Boston College. Okay, it's Clemson. Oh, yeah. Oh, literally the same team. Always in the same breath. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, These Vegas has them at ten wins even. Okay. Before the season. All right. So we got a pretty high number. Possible push. Possible yes. push. This is a, this might be a more of a tricky one because of that. Clemson is going to be an interesting uh, interesting school to follow. DJ Ukulele Ungalunga Bunga yep. is gone away Out. from the program. He is in Corvallis at Oregon State. Cade Klubnik will be the starting quarterback. Cade is Klubnick. he going to be good, or is he going to be just as good as they said DJ Ungalunga Bunga was going to be? Yeah. Dabo Swinney is still their coach. Swiney. 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 Yep. Mm-hmm. Excuse right. you. Swiney. <laughs> Achoo. Achoo. Um, they went 11-3 last year, but they did lose two games like back-to-back at the end of the season. Mm. They lost to South Carolina. Mm. Literally fumbled the ball away. They got yes. Spencer Rattled. Spencer Rattled. <laughs> Spencer Rattled. <laughs> and then they got absolutely spanked by Tennessee in the Orange Bowl. Mm. This year, they're supposed to be really good. They have a very good SP Plus rating. They have a decent amount of... Returning production, 67%. Not yeah, terrible, especially losing your starting quarterback for most of the year. Yeah. Um, one name I do have my eyes on, um, Will Shipley, running back one. He is, Will Shipley. He is very good. He's good. Um, he, he embodies what Clemson is, which is why I hate him. Mm. He's just like that hick, backwater, white guy, redneck that just absolutely bowls over everybody and then like spits in your face as he's... Standing back up. You hate him, but he is so good. Um, yeah, that's, that's true. I'm pretty high on Clemson. Not going to lie. They also seem to always have like one randomly good defensive lineman. Yes. Who goes to the NFL every year. Yeah. Top 10 pick. They out of have nowhere. one Rook or Roro. Or something. Our all-time name. Who's a defensive tackle. Look out for him. He's also wearing number 33. As a D-line. When you see D-linemen wearing weird numbers, stay away. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll tell you what I have with Clemson. I have them losing at Syracuse. Okay, interesting one. Yeah. At Miami. A very interesting one. And to Notre Dame at home. And also I have them losing the bye week. Okay. That one will not count on the records. <laughs> I have them going 9-3, and three, which is under their 10-win total. 
Okay. This is extremely interesting. I think Clemson got some really bad luck with their away draws. They have to play at Miami and at NC State back-to-back weeks. Not to mention yes. at South Carolina to finish the season. Yep. NC State will Very be bad. coming off of a bye. True. So, also important. Their final six games are at Miami, at NC State, Notre Dame, little break with Georgia Tech, North Carolina at South Carolina. That's that's pretty tough. That's, that's tough. a gauntlet of the last six as weeks. As far as the ACC goes... That's tough. about as tough as you could do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a gauntlet. I think the most likely scenario here is a push of 10 wins. Yeah. If I had to lean one side, it would be to the under. Okay. Mm. Um, I will mention this. We forgot to mention with Boston College, but who cares about Boston College? <laughs> um, Clemson's rivals, their permanent rivals. Oh, true. Florida State, mm, NC right. State, mm. and Georgia Tech. George, what? what? I, I expected Clemson to get like Georgia Tech, Virginia, and Virginia Tech. Mm. So I'm excited that they got at least... One decent team, yeah. like in Florida State, very good. I'm glad they got Florida State. And then NC State, who's been on the up and up, kind of? They're, they're kind of... They're respectable. They're not the maybe. worst ACC team. Yes. Yeah. Bob was there, and then he wasn't there. Bob. Uh, Bob. Yeah. And Georgia Tech's bad, and you knew they were going to give Clemson an easy one. Yep. But I love seeing Florida State on the schedule. Getting that game every year is going to be awesome. So Georgia Tech is now rivals with Clemson and Georgia. Because <laughs> they're going to play... Presumably every year. Rest yes. in peace, Georgia Tough, Tough for Honestly, that sucks. Um, but uh, on kind of the Florida State line, I think that is Clemson's only loss this season. Wow. I am very high on Clemson, wow. and for this reason. 11-1. and one. I think the wheels are coming off this year. I think Clay Kublik is not going to be as good. I think Dabo Swiney's losing his hold on college football with his anti-transfer portal thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's coming off the rails this year. And so... I think Clemson's going to make win 11 games, win the championship, and go to the playoff. Because I'm not that lucky. I see. I hate Clemson with a passion. And I want them. I think they're going to do bad. And so I'm going to choose them to do the over. Because that's probably what's going to happen. Because all the teams I hate do really well. So Interesting. You're fading yourself. I am fading myself. Basically. Jared is fading himself. Yeah. I all think right. if it all works, they could be really good. Um, and that's why I'm kind of choosing the over. That's their ceiling. Yes. But if it comes off the rails early, like if they struggle against Duke, lose to Florida State, struggle against Syracuse or Wake Forest, it they could lose five games this yeah, season. Yeah, they could. We'll have to see. They're they're always the one to keep an eye on as you know a, per, a perceived favorite who sometimes just won't live up to the hype. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And up next we have Duke. Okay. Dukies. Basketball school. <laughs> But they went bowling last year. True. They were. They, they received votes <laughs> at some point as well. They were receiving votes. Yeah. How about that? Uh, they trounced UCF in the military bowl last year. Yeah. Thirty to thirteen. They beat the doors off. Of Pretty good. Uh, Riley Leonard, returning quarterback, good player. Yeah. He's good. He is He's respectable. Yeah. I'm not gonna mention Daniel Jones's name, <laughs> but Riley Leonard <laughs> is good. <laughs> um. Yeah. So their total is at uh, an even six. Oh, so great. Maybe another tricky one. Yeah. Hard to pick um, over under. But their first game of the season is at home against Clemson. Well, I have that as an L. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Then they play Lafayette, Northwestern, and UConn, which should be wins. I agree. Yeah. Not a bad stretch. Yeah. No. And then they play at home against Notre Dame. Mm. Might be tough. I don't really know how good Notre Dame is going to be, but that that's true. It's going to be hard to win. Notre Dame does play some dumb games around that time of year, though. That's true. Marshall game, Cal game. Yeah. And after that, they start their more uh, you know conference heavy 
phase. They play NC State at Florida State, at Louisville, home against Wake Forest, at UNC, at Virginia, and home against Pitt. That's pretty rough. That's not a favorable yeah. home away they split. Have, they have a lot of tough road games. <laughs> Very away heavy tough final road games. seven games. Their permanent rivals are NC State, Wake okay. Forest, and UNC. Hey, that's Carolina teams. Carolina school. That's good. I like it. I think, I think they did well there. <laughs> yes. And at the end of the day, I have them with six wins. If I had to pick over or under right now, I'm going to pick under, unfortunately. <sighs> okay. Under. Dan, I am with you. I just, I just don't see it. I'm, I'm also going under. No. I think they could get six wins. I, honestly, I think they will get six wins. Yeah. I just don't think you're getting seven. Right. Yeah. There's no way. Five is probably more likely than seven with their tough schedule. I agree. That's what I think. I agree. Interesting, because I also have them at six wins. Six wins. Ooh. Six wins. I'm also leaning towards the under. Okay. If they were to get that seventh win, who would it be? It would not be Clemson. <sighs> It would not. It would maybe be Notre Dame. Maybe I don't know how good Notre Dame's gonna be. Maybe something dumb versus NC State, Florida State. Yeah. For me, the game to keep an eye on, if this team is going to win seven games, mm-hmm. is Wake Forest. I agree. Yeah, I think the at Louisville Wake Forest back to back weeks, that's gonna decide whether you're yeah. going over or under. Because I think you play NC State at home, right? Off the bye. Maybe you'd make some noise there. Yeah. Then hopefully. at Florida State, at Louisville. That would be tough, but at Louisville's a winner, winnable game. Winnable, yes. Let's say yes. you lose those two games, though. Mm-hmm. If you beat Wake Forest, okay, you have some momentum. Maybe there's something to fight for. You lose versus Wake Forest, that's a maybe three, four-game skid out of the bye. At that point, your players give up. Yeah. Goodbye, six wins. That's true. Good point. Good point. I, that's the game to watch. Wake, Wake Forest, Forest is a turning point Wake game. Forest. Key game of the season. <laughs> so we're all going under on Duke, but still we think they're going to be respectable. Yeah. Right? Agreed. Bowling. I think they'll go bowling. Yeah. I agree. Six I agree. and six. Uh, let's move on to Florida State. Oh, um, Okay. I mean, let's just dive right in. Their three permanent rivals, Clemson. Awesome. Yeah. Miami. you got to have it. Yeah. Good. Love that rivalry. Good. Um, Syracuse. Question mark? What? Makes no sense. Florida and New York. Uh, I feel like Syracuse just didn't have Upstate, any New natural York rivals. And Florida State. <laughs> yeah, wow. I think Syracuse, they literally just drew names out of a hat for them. Yeah. They have yes. no natural rivals. Yes. That's crazy. Um, I like it, though. I like those those rivals. Clemson and Miami both on there is brutal. Um, but awesome for a fan. 10-3 mm-hmm. last year. Um, they have a very high SP Plus rating. Fourth yeah. overall returning production at 79%. That's awesome. That's pretty good. good. That's um, pretty good. QB Jordan Travis is back. He is a baller. Dude's He's a good. running quarterback, so that's a huge plus. But it's also an injury concern. He missed a couple games last year. Yeah. Um, wide receiver Johnny Wilson had one of the worst drop wa- drop rates in all of college football and was still a top 10 receiver last year. Yeah. So he is yeah. really good. Um, I don't know. How do you guys see this one This this one uh, coming out? They play LSU um, at – where is it again this year? It's at a neutral site. Is it? It's not in New Orleans again, is it? No, I think they play in Florida at some neutral site. Uh, but anyway, they play versus LSU on that Sunday. Um, Camping World Stadium. Okay, so Orlando, I think. Orlando, yeah. Okay, um, so it'll be closer to Florida State. You'll have a, more of a home field there. Um, and then you go Southern Miss, probably a dub. At Boston College, probably a dub. And then you go to Clemson. Week four, baby. Florida State at Clemson. Frick <laughs> That's awesome. Fake Death Valley. 
Uh, then you get your bye week. Virginia Tech, Syracuse, Duke all at home. At Wake Forest, at Pitt. Miami, North Alabama at home. And then you go to Florida for the Sunshine Showdown. How do you guys see this? Their win total set at 9.5. I'm disgusted. Yeah. I think Florida State wants to be an SEC team so bad <laughs> with the Week 12 FCS team. That's true. That is disgusting. True. It makes me puke. Finishing off the <laughs> yeah. year with an SEC team, too. They want to be the SEC so bad. They played two SEC teams. Yeah. And true. Week 12 FCS game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> disgusting. Future expansion. Nine and a half, I think, is just too low. Uh, Florida State's on the up and up. If you haven't been paying attention, Florida State was a dumpster fire for a really long time. But they're finally turning that thing around. They have yeah. righted the ship. It's going well. Jordan Travis is legitimately good, and himself can win a couple games if necessary. So I think 10 wins is the floor for this team, which puts me at a comfortable over. I agree. I have met 10 wins hitting the over. I 100% agree. 10 wins is the floor, like you said, Justin. Um, they are first or second in the ACC in every SP Plus metric. Like They are far and away the best team in the ACC. I think the only two games that they might lose are LSU and Clemson. I think Miami, maybe, uh, if Miami can keep it together until then. Uh, but there's no way you're losing three of those games. You're getting at least one, at, if not two or three. They're definitely getting that over. Yeah, very true. Let's move on to Georgia Tech, shall we? All righty. Uh, love this team. Five and seven last year, returning 61% of that five and seven production, yeah. which uh, is you know, decent, kind of middle of the pack. You don't want to return all that production, right? Yeah. <laughs> Their win total is 4.5. It's a little rough. A little rough. A little rough. And we all have the under. <laughs> wait. So. Wait. Oh. Wait. Oh. oh. I do have a question mark here. Oh, are we getting a last minute switch? So I I have them at four wins comfortably. Okay. So four in pen. Four in pen. Okay. okay. I have a huge question mark at Wake Forest. Okay. First, what are your four wins? Let's compare. Sacramento State. Obviously, yep. Boston College. Okay. Yep. Bowling Green. Yep, probably. Bowling yeah. Green. Yeah. Just because they get them at home. If it True. was away, that, True. Was, that was a different story. Especially close to October. Um, Syracuse. Okay. I think Syracuse is going to fall off the map this year. They lost their, their tweeting running back. They've lost yes. Dr. Bob. He's a star. Yep. So. Um, it's also week 12, so Syracuse probably will have nothing to play for at that point, maybe. Yeah. Shout out Dr. Bob, NC State. Um, yeah. At okay. Wake Forest. I have no clue what Wake Forest is going to be. That's the deciding game. Wake Forest is such a wacky team. They no longer have Sam Hartman. Who do you have to replace him? I don't know. <laughs> Sam Hartman was a generationally accurate quarterback. Mm-hmm. He did extremely well. Especially in that slow mesh offense. It fit his play style really well. So I'm just going to say, uh, frick it, let's have some fun. I'm going to give him the W at Wake Forest, which pushes them to an over for me. Okay. Let's go! All right. I have the under comfortably. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see it. I don't see it. Justin, I like the pick, though. I think four wins is probably what they're going to get. And so five isn't completely out of the question. Yeah. They could they could knock somebody off, especially early in the season like that, week four at Wake Forest. I could see it. I yeah. just I'm taking the under. Hmm. All right, up next we got Louisville. Louisville. Oh yes, Louisville. 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 They, they've been kind of on the up and up. Kind of a yeah. little bit. A little bit. They went eight and five last year. Pretty. They're returning in you know middle of the road production. Okay. 
Um, they have a new head coach, however. They do. He's from Perdont. Perdont. Is, is Louisville going to be like the new, you know, six and six team be. that wins at number two Michigan yeah, State in November? The, <laughs> the assassins. <laughs> um, yes. So their permanent rivals are Georgia Tech. Interesting. Virginia. Okay. Interesting. And Miami. Pretty easy. Yeah. Not gonna lie. I, I don't call any of those exciting matchups. Neither do I. Would you? Louisville's another one of those teams that just geographically doesn't have any natural rivals in the ACC. Yeah. Not really. You gotta, like, they came from the Big East. Yeah. yeah. And and the Miami game will at least kind of be exciting. I feel know? like Virginia Tech could have been fun. Yeah. Louisville, Virginia Tech. But yeah. yeah. They do play Kentucky. Last week of the season. Right. Like, and that's good. Rivalry. Makes sense. That's good. Yeah, it makes sense. But, yeah. Um, we have a, quite a bit more variability in our predictions. <laughs> we have great variability. In our predictions. For I'm Louis. excited to get to this one. Um, Vegas has them at eight wins. Okay. I guess we'll go in ascending order. I have them at four. Oh, hey. <laughs> okay. Well under. They're my biggest underachievers of the year. Four wins. Oh, my. They're, I have them losing to teams such as Boston College. Ugh. NC State, Duke, <laughs> Miami, Yikes. and their Ooh. only wins are Georgia Tech, Murray State, Virginia Tech, and Virginia. Okay, Virginia Tech, really? Yeah, that's just that's just how it went. I don't disagree head. with you on any of the wins. I'll say that. Okay, good. <laughs> A lot more maybe head scratching losses. <laughs> so I have them at four wins, and you have them starting the season two and six. Yes. <laughs> Two okay. two-game win streaks. That's it. Nice. I um, like it. I'm a little more optimistic about Louisville. I still don't see them as an eight-win team. I think they'll be going bowling. I think six wins is the most accurate. Seven wins is probably the ceiling for me. I do have them winning versus Notre Dame. Because oh. Notre Dame has to lose some random bullcrap game in October. That's just, yep. that's just okay. what Notre Dame does. And they go to Louisville. It's at Louisville. Mm-hmm. They'll probably beat Duke, in my opinion. They'll beat Georgia Tech, Murray State, Boston College, all these schools. Yeah, I, I think six wins is probably the most likely scenario for me. Okay. okay. Especially with the first year new head coach. Yeah. Um. <laughs> all right. Jared, me. I have a winning. <laughs> I have them. Uh, favored in nine games. Nine games. <laughs> a little bit higher than Justin six. Uh, five games higher than Dan's four. Yeah. <laughs> More than double. Okay, here's my reasoning. Um, Jeff Brom, mm. he's a good head coach. Purdue's the old coach. Purdue, not the best team, but Jeff Brom did what he could at that school. It's hard to win at Purdue. Yeah. And he did. Um, he's coming back home to Louisville. Mm. He played for Louisville. He started his coaching career at Louisville. True. He is a Louisville guy. The hype surrounding Louisville is high, which I think bodes well. Maybe not for the whole season, but... A, to get them started hot, and I have them winning their first four games. Georgia Tech, Murray State, Indiana, who I think is going to be pretty bad this year, and Boston yeah. College at home. There is not an away game on that slate. There's two neutral site games, but they're against Indiana and Georgia Tech. Why are they playing Indiana neutral site? I don't know. Makes no sense. I, uh, Justin, what are you talking about? That's the matchup we all cried for. <laughs> Lucas Oil Stadium, Indiana, Louisville, week three. Yeah. Yeah, is that Lucas Oil? <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, that is where it's at. Oh, it is at Lucas Oil. Oh, it is. Of course it is. Yeah. Of course it is. <laughs> um, but I think that hype surrounding the program will get them off to a hot start. Then I think they lose three straight. At NC State, it's going to be tough to, to win there. Uh, Notre Dame at home, 
I agree Notre Dame's got to lose a game, but I don't... I think this is where Louisville kind of catches their, hey, back down to earth moment. And they go to Pitt. I think Pitt's going to be pretty good. Um, playing them at Heinz Field, not Acupuncture Stadium or whatever it's called. <laughs> then they go on their bye. I think yeah. after you go that, you're 4-3, and three, you have a brand new head coach, he rallies the troops, and I think they rattle off five wins to end the season. Dang. I think Duke's beatable at home. Virginia Tech and Virginia are definitely beatable at home. Oh, yeah. Go to Miami, that'll be tough. Miami's home field is close to nil. Yeah. I think you can <laughs> win that one. And then Kentucky, I think, is going to be pretty bad as well. Mm. I think they probably might be able to pull that one out. Now, am I super confident in my over of eight wins? No. But I'm going to take it. I'm going to ride the wave right now. I'm riding the Brom wave. Check back in in November, and I'll be at the bottom of the <laughs> Louisville could win anywhere from four to nine games. Heard it here first. Great stuff. Gosh, dang. Um, next That's up, quite the spread. <laughs> yes. Next up is less spread. It's Miami. Miami. Miami, folks. They're back. The over-under is seven and a half. Okay. Second year of Mario Crystal Ball, five and seven last year. Very disappointing. Yeah, yes. disgusting. Uh, sixty-nine percent returning production. Nice, nice pretty nice, good. Yeah. Nice. Um, they have quite a schedule. Uh, very, 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 very weak out of conference schedule, but entertaining games on the schedule, no less. They're out, out of conference. Place, yeah. Miami, uh, Ohio. Got we to. got a Miami versus Miami got game to. of the year, baby. Why not? Love it. And then they have Tamu, <laughs> Texas A&M, and finally. Bethune Cookman. Bethune. That's their first three games of the season. <laughs> then at Temple. That feels like oh, such a true. waste. They literally they, they play at Temple as well. They play. They have four kids: Miami, Ohio, Texas A&M. We'll throw that out. But just Miami, Ohio, Bethune Cookman at Temple, and a bye. After that absolute <laughs> monstrosity of a slate. Yeah. Um. Not the most exciting. Uh. Their natural rivals are, or they're not natural. Definitely not natural, but permanent, permanent are uh, Florida State, Louisville, and Boston College. Yeah. Florida State, obviously, the other two. Those two, mm. kind of whatever. Yeah. I kind of get Louisville, but yeah, Boston College is weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, seven and a half. What are you guys thinking? I have them getting ten wins. Whoa, a ten season. Is Miami back? I guess so. Okay. Miami. Miami. I have them losing at UNC. At Florida State, okay, and winning all the rest of their games. Wow, when Dan has a hunch about an ACC team, you listen. <laughs> that is true. That's <laughs> one thing listen. we've learned on this podcast. Dan is the ACC yeah. stand. He this could knows. be the year. Uh, you have him winning versus Clemson at home, October twenty first. Yeah. Mm. Okay, is that, that more an indictment on Clemson or a show of your faith in Miami? I I think it's fifty fifty. Okay, I think okay. Clemson. Won't be you know the great team they have been in years past, and Miami will be better than they have been in years past, and get that big win to really solidify their place in college football. Okay. So you think they double their win total from last year? Yes. Wow. Dan is pretty confident like here. It looks like it. This is interesting, but yeah. Regardless, the over safely for you. Yes, definitely taking the over. I'm kind of in a similar position. I don't think they're going to double their win total, but I think they'll get close to it. I'm kind of at nine wins. Okay. Yeah. Um, Where do you see the losses? I see losses versus Texas A&M at home just because I think it's going to be a hilarious game that ends up being like... 15-9? No. <laughs> my guess is it's it's going to be some nonsensical score, like 8 to eight to 6. Oh, and man. it's going to be a touchdown, missed extra point. Uh, yeah, touchdown, missed extra point. Safety. 
Okay. Okay. And the other one's going to be uh, two safeties, and that one missed extra point was blocks and returned back for two, <laughs> for two points. Eight to six. Eight to six. It's going to be an absolutely nonsensical game. I love it. I love it. <laughs> a loss versus them, loss versus Clemson, and a loss at Florida State. I also could see them losing at NC State. Uh, I could also see them kind of mm, playing around with Louisville maybe a little bit, but I think, yeah, I think eight wins is more than possible. Nine wins I think is even likely. Give me the over. Comfortable. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm also taking the over. Okay. Um, I have them winning against Texas A&M because they lost at Texas A&M. 17-9 in a game they definitely should have won. Mm-hmm. That was so ugly. So I think they win ugly this time. Um, but the losses I see at UNC, Clemson, and then at NC State, at Florida State. I think those are all pretty tough games. Yeah. I could see them maybe winning one of those, um, but I, I don't see more than that. But I'm still taking the over. Not super confident because I don't want to say they're back. Mario Cristobal doesn't have a great track record with no. quarterbacks. <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, I'm also taking you over. So we're somewhat bullish on Miami. They're My back. You heard it here first. Very interesting. Next up, we got the bane of Dan's existence. Oh! Some dirty heels. Yes. The Tar Heels of the University of North Carolina. UNC. UNC. Mac Brown and his crew have a win total set at eight and a half by the Vegas Oddmakers. Okay. Their permanent rivals being none other than NC State. Obvious. Good. Duke. Obvious. Good. And Virginia. Good. Yeah. So they I think did those not are good. Get, they didn't get the Wake Forest draw. Just fine. Yeah. Doesn't I have think, to all be Carolina teams. Yeah, I, I think it's a good good permanent rivals. I love those. Yeah. yeah no, no qualms. That that mid Atlantic region, Virginia and North Carolina. Some good sports teams. You know, yeah. good, good college excitement. Yeah. Those awesome. would also be great basketball games, those yeah. two permanent rivals. Definitely. Just throw that one out there. Win total set at eight and a half after a nine and five season last year, kind of a weird record. What do you guys have as your picks for Unk? So, uh, they okay. I have eleven wins penciled in. Eleven <laughs> and one. I do not think they're going to go eleven and one. Wow. I think they will lose somewhere along the way. I think at NC State at the end of the year is a perfect like choke trap game. Oh yeah. Coming off of the Clemson be- game, right? Yeah. I think Miami at home might be tricky, but most of all, they're non-con. They have one of the awesomest Septembers in all of college football. Yeah. yeah. Neutral tri- neutral site versus South Carolina. North yeah. Carolina, South Carolina, you well, got to have it. Let's do it. It just fits. It just yeah. fits. App State, that was one App of the most banger of the year games last year. Yeah. Incredible. Minnesota comes to Chapel Hill. Why? That's perfect. It's a good matchup, I don't know. I, feel. I don't know Let's either. encourage it. It's a good matchup. Love it. And then they go to Pitt, who I think is going to be pretty good. Good. I think they're going to win three of those games, if not four. If they win four, they're going to win 10 or 11 games. Yeah. If they win three, it could be a 9-10 win season. Regardless, I'm taking the over. Though I do think they have a low floor. If they lose two or three of those first four games, mm. it could be a really rough year. They could be winning seven or six games. But I'm taking the over. I'm confident in Mac Brown and the boys. I see. I'm also taking the over. Okay. As much as it may pain me to say, I have them going 10-2. and two. Wow. So, surprisingly also good bullish. season for them. Yes. What losses do you have on there? I have Minnesota. Okay. Minnesota. I have them losing to them. Nice. And then a somewhat questionable loss against Syracuse. Okay. Oh. Coming off a bye. Yeah. But I have them beating, winning at Clemson. 
um, at NC State, at Pitt, all those games beating but losing to Syracuse. That actually kind of sounds like North Carolina. Yeah. Dan has the read on these teams, man. Uh, Justin, you're pretty quiet over here, though, while we're talking about all of our wins. What are you thinking? So I'm going to digress. Oh. Um, I'm taking the under on this. Oh, no. And it's actually a relatively comfortable under. Whoa. I have them at one and a half games under. Oh, jeez. So that's kind of comfortable. I do have them regressing a little bit. I think Mac Brown is senile. Um, <laughs> He's getting up there for sure. He, he is getting up there. It is undeniably UNC's quarterback is undeniably exciting. Drake yes. May. Yes. Drake May is Drake. exciting. Exciting. Man. Very exciting player. I just think that they kind of screwed themselves over with scheduling. Mm. South Carolina, absolutely hilarious matchup versus Drake May and uh, Spencer Rattler. True. Gotta love That'll it. be fun. That's a fun one. App State doesn't matter. Schedule them home, away, or neutral. You will lose. Yeah. Uh, Miami's gonna be kind of good this year, and you get at Clemson and at NC State. I just don't see nine wins on the schedule. I'm ha- I have to go under. All right. All right. That's fair enough, honestly. That's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Not gonna lie. That that might be a team to keep an eye on. Uh, of note, they have the highest rated offense in the US or in the ACC. And the 11th rated defense. Mm. Oh boy. So expect uh, overs. Take yeah. the overs on their game. Expect some shootouts. <laughs> oh, wait. Can we oh, say can, that? No, okay. oh, cancel. Rivalries. Cancel. Uh, Doesn't so work. Showdown. High scoring affairs. Showdown. High scoring affairs. Affairs. Kind of affairs. Salacious. Uh, mm, high scoring events. <laughs> That's much <laughs> so bland, but. <laughs> All right. Let's go across the state to Winston Salem. Oh. I believe that's where it is. I actually don't remember. I have no idea. But no it's clue. NC State. <laughs> uh, their line opened at six and a half regular season wins, but has since jumped to seven. Oh, it's jumped. Yes. It is now seven wins. Okay. <laughs> We're all looking up uh, where We're NC State actually is. There, there is a Winston-Salem State University. Oh. oh. NC State is in Raleigh. Oh. I guess I that's should, okay. I guess I should have known that. Got it. All right. <laughs> anyway, back two rounds, seven wins, seven. So it's an even seven. It'll be tough to pick an over and under because of that. But I have them winning six. Mm. Okay. I'm just gonna say. It. Okay. That's an under. Uh, where are the losses? I want to starting five and one. Okay. And then finishing what is that? One, two, three, four, one and five. That sounds like uh, an ACC team. Yeah. Yeah, it might be tough for them. So they're 5-1. and one. They will play. They'll beat UConn, lose to Notre Dame, then beat VMI at Virginia, home against Louisville, home against Marshall. Okay, I can see that. And then in their 1-5 stretch, I have them losing at Duke, mm. versus Clemson, mm. versus Miami, at Wake Forest, winning at Virginia, and then losing versus UNC. Okay. Interesting. Very and we should say their permanent rivals are Duke, Clemson, and UNC. Love it. Yeah. So they got the couple Carolinas and then Clemson yeah. somehow. Fun. Yeah, no, I like that. Uh, I I'm going to disagree with you wholeheartedly, Dan. Ooh, Ooh baby. Uh, wholeheartedly. You, lest you forget. Yes. Bob. Dr. Bob. Bob Robert Anai. Robert Anai. He is the offensive coordinator at NC State. Brand new. He has been reunited with Brennan Armstrong, who was his quarterback at Virginia when Brennan Armstrong literally threw Mm. for like a thousand yards a game. Yeah. It was insane watching that offense. If you remember the BYU Virginia shootout, sorry, 
Uh, high what? scoring showdown. High, yes. No. Uh, what? Well, yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. High sure scoring works. event. High scoring event. event. That's what we decided on. It was, it, it, it was a ton of fun to watch, and I think this NC NC State Wolfpack team is going to be a lot of fun to watch this year. I have them winning nine games. Okay. Oh, baby. So comfortably over that NC State seven win total. It's been moving up because people are betting the under, which is strange to me. But <laughs> give me the over comfortably. Okay. Um, I'm also going to go over, but I'm not a big fan of this. Um, I think they'll win eight games. I think okay. Notre Dame is a loss, Louisville's a loss, Clemson's a loss, and Louisville's UNC a is a loss. Yeah, Clemson will be tough, UNC will be cl- tough. Clemson and UNC will be Notre Dame will be tough. Yeah, I think the biggest games that I disagree with Dan on are Miami and Wake Forest. Mm. I think... Miami may be checked out by then. I don't know, though. That's a tough one. Um, and then Wake Forest, I just... Going to Wake Forest, I don't know how much of a challenge that's going to be. I don't know. Either way, I'm going to take that over, but I'm not a big fan. I got to say, their home games are pretty tough this year. They are. They have Notre Dame, they have Louisville, they have Clemson, they have Miami, and they have UNC. That's true, Isn't man. They're sort of ACC home games. None of those are really, you know, sharpie and wins. Yes, and and I think this is this is where the ideology comes out because if you're a good team, you want your hardest games at home, but if you're a bad team, you want your hardest games on the road so that you have the more winnable games at home. Mm. And I think NC State is kind of right in the middle of that. I don't know if yeah. they're ready to like welcome Miami, Clemson, UNC, Notre Dame, Louisville all to their house. I don't think. They have a sizable enough advantage to really uh, capitalize on that. Um, but I think it's going to be interesting. It'll be very intriguing. Yeah. Regardless, sure. I'm taking the over, but not a big fan. Yeah. Fair enough. Next up, let's go under the arm. Ho-ho! Because we're talking about pits. We're talking pits. about pit. That the is not... Ex-home of BYU quarterback Keaton Slovis. The ex-home of Boletnikov winner Jordan Addison. Uh, the ex-home of a lot of people because people believe in Pitt. <laughs> Their win total is at 7, though it opened at 6.5, so it has moved up half the game. Upwards. I see. Interesting. Seven wins. Their permanent rivals are Virginia Tech, Boston College, and Syracuse. I mean, Boston College and Syracuse just for proximity, yeah, I guess? Pennsylvania, yeah, yeah, Northeast, New England kind of Virginia deal. Tech's a good fit, though, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Virginia Tech. Yeah. I feel like they kind of match, like, grit. You yeah, know, the, the grit factor. Kind of like a backwoods gritty thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have a weird neutral game versus Syracuse week 11. <laughs> okay. Disgusting. It's going to be interesting. Uh, let's talk about their non-con. Mm. Okay. They have Wofford. Wofford. They have home against Cincy. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I like that. Then they have... What's their non-con? Uh, no, uh, West Virginia. West Virginia. That's always Backyard brawl. Backyard brawl. Backyard brawl. I am so back. excited for that. That was a banger. West Virginia. And then that's it. And then they play at Notre Dame, but oh, that yeah. doesn't—it doesn't really count. I mean, there's Notre Dame. Yeah. yeah, true. But yeah, they do play at Notre Dame. That's a tough one. Um, what are we thinking? I mean, they went nine and four last year. They're pretty good. They had Keen Slovis. They're competitive in all their losses. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just te- like Keen Slovis was injured all season. Their offensive line was horrific. Yeah. Their offensive coordinator, I really don't like, um, because he moved away from what got Kenny Pickett. You know, his yeah. almost Heisman. Yep. That he's like saw that and was like, nope, 
Um, but they do get Phil Dracovic from Boston College. Justin, you were very high on Phil Dracovic mm. last year. How are we feeling this year? Maybe and lead into your picks. Phil Dracovic was supposed to be my darling last year. Instead, he was my beautiful disaster. Oh, no. <laughs> it was an absolute dumpster fire of a pick. Me saying Phil Dracovic is going to be one of the best quarterbacks in the ACC. He was not. He was not one of the best quarterbacks at Boston College. Oh, sure. <laughs> it, was, it was rough. I mean, obviously, like, he was hurt. It was, it was a struggle. And their yeah. offensive line was really, really bad. I don't think Pitt's going to be good this year, to be honest. Uh, yeah. I think their offensive coordinator is kind of an idiot, uh, like Jared said, going away from what one <laughs> Kenny Pickett is Heisman. Mm-hmm. Keaton Slovis is gone, obviously the GOAT. We love Keaton Slovis. He's the best quarterback of all time. Thank um, you, Pitt, ever. for Keaton Slovis. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> so I see seven wins as the ceiling of this. Uh, maybe eight wins as the ceiling of the team. But seven wins is my most likely scenario, which is a push. So but so if I had to lean one direction, one direction, I think six wins is more likely than eight wins. Eight so wins. give me the under. Yeah, I also think they're going to drop off a little bit this year. They're losing a lot of production, and you know they have some coaching questions. They have a new transfer quarterback in there. Who knows how that'll work out? I have them at six wins, <sighs> taking the under. It's a three-one drop. See, I, I am going to take the over. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know why. I think it's just when I look at their schedule, I think it's pretty favorable. I don't think this team is going to be better than North Carolina, but I think they could have a better record than North Carolina come the end of the season. Mm, very I mean, Wofford, dub. Easy. Cincy, Wofford. dub. Should be easy, I don't think yeah. Cincy's going to be that good. No, Cincy's going to suck this year. West Virginia's also going to suck. That's going to be a gritty brawl. That's a backyard brawl. Backyard man. brawl. Backyard brawl. brawl. Record books out the window or something. That's true. Bob Huggins is fired though now, so maybe it releases a curse <laughs> off the entire athletic <laughs> department. Yeah. Yes, the bad karma goes Daniels away. Daniels is no longer there. That's true. <laughs> Big dub there. Um, North Carolina lost. Virginia Tech win. I think they can beat Louisville at home. That's big because it's at home. They go to Wake Forest. I think you win that. Notre Dame and Florida State, you're going to lose both of those. But then they finish out the season with Syracuse, Boston College, and Duke. Like, mm. I don't know. I just think the schedule is too easy to not win seven games. So I think eight is more likely than seven. Um, or eight is more likely than six. I'm going to take the over. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, let's keep traveling north. Okay. To Syracuse, New York. Yeah. They used to have, you know, a few uh, BYU connection guys, but they're now gone. They had the running back who would tweet his, his stats every day and be like, <laughs> got to do better next week or something. Sean Tucker. Sean Tucker. I'm not pleased with my performance. Uh, we have some variability with this Q's team as well. Uh, <laughs> let, let it be said. Uh, who do we want to start with? Justin oh. or me and Danny? Um, Let's start with Vegas. Okay. <laughs> yes. Six point five okay. is the over under. Okay. Uh, their permanent rivals are. Uh, we got Pitt, okay. and Boston College. You know, sort of northeast northern corner. ACC teams, and then, as we said, Florida State. For some reason. Just. Which is strange. Again, right out of a hat, probably. Their non-con <laughs> is Colgate, Western Two Michigan, fifths. Purdue, and Army. Okay. So. Can we give a shout out to Syracuse real quick for yeah. just playing all their non-cons back to back to back to back? Like the first yeah. four games, yep. non-con. Yeah, last eight games, no week con. twelve pansy. It, you know, it just makes a lot of sense in my head when schools <laughs> do that. Yeah, some for some just some reason. All right, let's get into our predictions. Um, I'll kick things off here. I have okay. seven. I'm going over. 
I really don't like this pick. Okay. I, <laughs> I really don't like it, but I go through the schedule. I'm trying to be objective, kind of follow the schedule. I think you win at Colgate, or home versus Colgate. Definitely not going to the toothpaste factory. No way. You're beating Western Michigan. You're probably going to beat Army. Purdue, I think going to Purdue is probably a loss. Clemson, UNC, and Florida State, bro. Just pack it in. Just get to the bye week with no injuries there, and I think that's a dub. Yeah. Um, if you do get injured during that stretch, like, because I think they could play these teams feisty. I don't think they're going to win any of the games, but they could feisty it up. But as long as you get there injured or <laughs> get to the bye week uninjured, I think you could beat Virginia Tech, Boston College, Georgia Tech, Wake Forest for your last five with a loss versus Pitt. I think you can get to those seven. But again, if they go through the Clemson, UNC, Florida State gauntlet and just emerge like BYU team is usually in mid-October, yeah. there's no way they're hitting the over. Um, yeah, I have the over as well. It's you know not my most confident pick. <laughs> but they're returning a decent amount of production, fourth in the ACC. Yeah. They went seven and six last year. Not bad. So seven wins is possible. Um, six wins might be just as likely, but... I just went with seven. Okay. Okay. That's fine. So I have them winning to open up versus Colgate. Okay. Okay. And then Great. I have them losing start. nine games straight. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> Finishing off the year at two and ten, which is noticeably <laughs> under six and a half. Yes. I do not think Syracuse is going bowling. Bob, the magician, I he's gone now. He cannot save their offense. I think Syracuse is going to drop off a cliff and realize that they had something special that they needed to pay, and they didn't. So, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a rough season for Syracuse. No no funny tweeters, no Dr. Bobs. Like Jared was saying, really rough stretch that could lead to injuries. I didn't even think about that until now, but that now justifies my pick. <laughs> Two and ten, under. Justin likes his pick even more now. Yeah. Yep. I was, if this was minus 200, I would bet... Six billion dollars just to get like six billion and six dollars back. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jesus. Jesus. Stuff. Jesus. Yeah. Dollars. Uh, let's move on yeah. to Virginia. Now we have to mention their season will cut short to the tragic shooting last year. Yes. So they only true. played uh, 10 games. Um, that's the last nice thing I'm going to say about Virginia. Mm. I see a lot of red yeah, this is on rough. this one. Mm. This is rough, folks. Mm. Uh, this is rough. Through three and a half wins. Does any where are the wins? Show me the wins. I got one win. Okay. Where? William and Mary. Hey. I think they should win that one. Okay. Which is a random game in the middle of October. Yeah. That week is six. not a week you see FCS games. Yeah. William and Mary is the tribe. Okay. The tribe. The tribe. Yeah. Sounds like a cult. Tribe athletics. Interesting. Um, other games they have they play Tennessee. <laughs> That's nope. not gonna be close. They played JMU, James Madison. They were a nine-win team. Who is the best football team in the state of Virginia? <laughs> is it an ACC team or JMU? Uh, I don't know. I'm taking JMU. Um, they also play Maryland. Like sort of, they're a Big Ten team, so they should be good. But it's also Maryland, so <laughs> yeah, not they quite go as good. To Maryland, though. Yeah, it's at Maryland, and yeah, that's their non-com. Oh, uh, yeah. William and Mary was eleven and two last year and beat Charlotte by seventeen points. Oh shite. Shisa. 
Oh, they played. They, they played Stony Brook. They lost to Elon. Yep, they beat Stony Brook. They beat Stony Brook. Oh, uh, goodness me. Beat number six Delaware. Um, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> I had Virginia with two wins. If William and Mary is as good as they look, that'll be one win for Virginia. <laughs> so this team is bad. That's all I have. To this say. is very bad. Lots of red. The FCS playoffs are freaking crazy. Uh, they won their first round game fifty-four to fourteen, then lost their second round game seven to fifty-five. Nice. Incredible. Good gracious. Um, Two wins. Two wins. Uh, they suck. Virginia sucks. Tony Elliott, you suck. It all sucks. They're last in the league in returning production. Yep. They're last in the league in literally everything. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> last in returning production, last in SP+, last in offensive rating. Um, they're going to be terrible. This is what you get for hiring a Clemson offensive coordinator. Yep. Right? Very true. <laughs> Did we expect Very anything true. else? Great point. Dumpster fire. Give us Bronco back. Uh, let's move on to their compadres. Uh-huh. Uh, Virginia Tech, who Ooh. has also been struggling a little bit lately, which yeah. I am personally saddened by because I think college football is better when Virginia Tech is good. The Enter Sandman, the really weird colors. Um, I remember when Ohio State played at Virginia Tech back in like 2015. Um, exciting. Very exciting. Um, second year of head coach Brent Pry. They went 3-8 and eight last year. Uh, rivals are Virginia, obviously, um, Wake Forest and Pitt. A shrug emoji. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> geography. Yeah, geography probably. Uh, five and a half. What are you guys thinking? I have the over. Okay. okay. I'm okay. somewhat bearish. Bullish. 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 On Virginia Tech. <laughs> bearish. <laughs> Gotta get my mammals right. Dogish. Uh, uh, I have been getting eight wins. Okay. And I think they'll be decently good, which is good for college football as a whole. I agree. The, the 90s, you know, glory days. Early 2000s. Michael Vick. Returning to us, Michael yeah. Vick. Pre-doc fighting. <laughs> I hope. Yeah, I have them losing at Florida State versus Wake Forest at Louisville and, and versus NC State and then winning the rest of their games. Wow. Okay. That includes wins against Old Dominion, Purdue, Rutgers, Marshall. That's a gauntlet if I ever saw one. Yeah. <laughs> um, Pitt, Syracuse, Boston College, and Virginia. Okay. I'm gonna have to agree with you, Dan. I'm taking the over on this. I'm not. I don't have him at eight wins. I think seven is a likely scenario. Six okay. is probably the most likely, just because Old Dominion, for whatever reason, is a thorn in the heel <laughs> of every ACC team in the first three weeks of the season. It makes no sense. Hmm. But I do think that they get to seven wins. I think they'll take a loss either at Rutgers or at Marshall. One of the one two. of the two. I just think yeah. that would be hilarious. They'll probably lose to Pitt at Florida State, at Louisville, and NC State at home. But I can't see any other sure losses on this schedule. Yeah, it's not a bad schedule, honestly. It, it isn't. It's pretty winnable. I think six wins is possible. I just think it's going to go to the under. Mm, I, yeah. Purdue. No fun, Jerry. I know. Blue. I know. Uh, I don't think you're going to beat Purdue. Even though it's at home, I don't know. Early in the season, they could get that one. Purdue? I think, I think if they get that one, then they'll hit the over. But I think they're going to lose that one, so I'm taking the under. Um, I think you're going to lose Pitt, Florida State, Wake Forest. Um, you could beat Wake Forest as well. You could beat Syracuse, but you're going to lose to Louisville and NC State. I don't know. I think six is super possible. I'm kind of rethinking my pick now. Should mm. I flip it? Should I just join it. It with the boys? Do, do it. it. Do it. Okay, I'm with joining the with the boys. I'm giving, them, I'm giving them. I'm giving them. Should I do Wake Forest or Syracuse? I'm doing Wake Forest. 
right. Let's do it. Six wins, baby. Virginia Let's Tech. do it. I flipped them. You Take guys got me. Let's Take go. Uh, let's finish things off, yeah? Yeah, last team. That Wake Forest team that I just picked against. Hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, win dear, total of me. six, down from six and a half, uh, eight and five last year, but Sam Hartman leaves. They run that weird slow mesh where it looks like they forgot to take the ball out of the running back's hands at the last <laughs> second. It's a little strange. Really, really strange. Um, natural rival. I keep seeing natural. These are not natural. Yeah. Um, these ones actually aren't that bad, though. Uh, permanent rivals are Georgia Tech, Virginia Tech, and Duke. Virginia Tech and Duke, I think, makes sense just geographically. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty decent. Yeah. yeah Georgia Tech and Duke make sense because they're all a bunch of freaking nerds. True. Yeah, okay. True. Yeah. Speaking of nerds, they play Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Battle of the black and gold, weird mascoted private schools that just are there for the money in their conference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they play Elon, Old Dominion, and I think they get Notre Dame, correct? Yep. Yes. Notre Week Dame. 12. Elon, notably one of the teams that defeated uh, William and Mary. Oh, so powerhouse. Mm-hmm. Shout out Elon. Okay. Uh, I am not high on Wake Forest this year. I only have them winning four games, and that's kind of... I, nah, I, I mean, maybe they get five, but I think they're definitely not getting seven. Elon, Old Dominion, Georgia Tech, and Syracuse to end the season, I think, are their only wins. I also don't think Wake Forest is going to be very good. I think Wake Forest is going to struggle. Uh, six wins is possible. I think a push would be possible. Maybe they'll go bowling, but if I had to lean one direction, it would have to be the under one direction. Shout out. Uh, you are beautiful. You fell on you don't my face know you're beautiful. you don't know. Yeah, yeah you don't know uh, you're beautiful. That's what it is. 1D. Um, I, for some 1D. reason, have Wake Forest getting eight wins. Oh, I don't have a lot of good evidence or logic <laughs> behind that. Yeah, walk us it's just I was just Dan's filling out my classic picks. ACC hunch. Yeah, just filling out my picks, and for some reason, Wake Forest got eight wins. Oh. So, maybe cool. it'll happen. Now, I hope. walk me through this, Dan. Yes. At Old Dominion, you have a lowercase w instead of an uppercase w. Are you unsure of that game? Um, that is simply a clerical error. <laughs> nah. <laughs> The case, it's not case sensitive. Ah, uh, so, yes. yeah. W's W. W's W. Hey, that's actually a fact. Winning that's a fact, winning. Dan. Doesn't yes. matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Exactly. <laughs> Winning's winning. <laughs> that same Dom, Dom Toretto post I post after every win. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> because BYU's wins seldom feel like wins. It's always oh, my man. Um. Anyway, so that is the win total for every year. Uh, every game, what are kind of the storylines? Let's just kind of rattle off a couple things about the ACC that people can get excited about. For me, starting out, I have two storylines to keep my eye on. Phil Dracovic at Pitt. Huh? I want to see if they ruin another decent quarterback transfer. Yep. And then Florida State-Clemson, I think, are going to be the two best teams. And I'm going to I'm excited to see how that kind of pans out towards the end of the season. Interesting. Yeah, I'll just be inter- interested to see if there will be a playoff team from the ACC. Yeah. No. You know, if there's one team that goes... 11-1 or 12-0, they'll probably make it. Mm-hmm. But there's a good chance that doesn't happen, and I hope it doesn't happen because they don't deserve it. <laughs> True. But, you know, they don't earn it. It happened basically every year with Clemson. So. <laughs> I just think some very interesting games are going to be happening in the ACC. We've already referenced UNC September where they play South Carolina, App State, Minnesota, and Pitt. Beautiful. We are going to have a sickos matchup between Miami and Tamu, and we get Virginia Tech who gets to go at Rutgers and at Marshall back-to-back. Wow. Uh, yeah, that is wild. Um, Clemson has a pretty good November. It's going to be interesting. Notre Dame, Georgia Tech, UNC, South Carolina. Um, 
What are some names to know? I think Jeff Brom at Louisville is a good one to keep your eye on. Absolutely. Uh, new head coach. Obviously, Dr. Bob at NC State. Brennan Armstrong there. Uh, anybody else kind of keep your eye on there? DJ Ukalunga, we already referenced this, is gone at Clemson. <laughs> let's see if Kate Klubnik is actually good or not. Who knows? Yeah. Um, let's make some bold predictions real quick. Let's do our conference title game and winners. Uh, for me, I got Clemson-Florida State. I think it's going to be a rematch of the September game. I think whoever wins the game in September will lose the game in the title fight. That's what I'm going with. Fair enough. I have Florida State as well. Oh. But also, playing them, I have UNC. Oh. In the ACC title Drake game. Mayeth. An anti-Duke yes. pick? Exactly. I, um, <laughs> I don't love it. I can't sleep at night knowing I've made that pick. But I cannot deny it. The pick has been made. And I have Florida State winning the conference. Respect to them. I don't know who I have winning this conference. All I know is that <laughs> I think Miami might actually back. And UNC. Or, sorry, not UNC. NC State. Dan, one thing. Congratulations. You won our first presidency last week. Let's go! Alright, Dan, signing off? Yes. We love you, Dan. I have to depart. That was a great sign-off. We'll see you later, Dan. So, I do think Miami might actually be back this year. I think that might be fun if Miami actually goes to an ACC championship game. And NC State, I do think that they're the real deal this year. Dr. Bob, Brennan Armstrong, I think their offense is just going to tear through defenses left and right. Frick you, Clemson. Stay out of the title game. Uh, that's interesting. I like that Clemson is staying out of the title game. I'm interested that you have Miami in there. Mm. I Like we were talking about with Dan. Dan Makes thinks no they're sense. back as well. I just know Florida State, but you have NC State and Miami. It's very interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't know how you're feeling about that, but that's just not very common, I guess. I don't, like, let me read you this. Miami has the fifth longest odds. NC State is the sixth. Mm. Miami is plus 1,600, and NC State is plus 1,800. So if both of those teams do make it to the ACC title game... That's plus 3,400, baby. Justin will be rolling in Cheez-Its. That's plus 3,400. <laughs> <laughs> um... I respect it, though. I respect it. Thank you. Thank you. Anything else random about the ACC that you want to add? I just don't think they're that good of a conference. No. I don't think, like Dan said, like the winner of the ACC, it just doesn't do it for me. You have to have good non-con wins. It doesn't prove to me that you're that good just because you beat up on Boston College and Wake Forest and stuff. Yeah. I feel like the ACC isn't going to be good, and as we said before, it's the accountant league. <laughs> it's, not, it's just it's not a funny bad. Yes. It's not a good bad. It's not Iowa offense bad. Exactly. I think there are other t- other leagues out there, like CUSA, who we, will man- who we will talk about in the future, who is bad in the way that a job site full of OSHA violations is bad. <laughs> is it bad? Yes. <laughs> is it primed for a lot of hilariousness and funny videos of fails and epic head cracks? Yes. <laughs> so, I just... They're not good, both from a football purist standpoint and from a football enjoyer standpoint. I don't know. Just disgusting comments. I agree. Like, the, the matchups are fun. And there's, like, some interesting games, kind of like we said. There will be. Um, but it's just, it's not the league that I'm like, oh, I want to tune in to watch Pitt-Louisville. Mm-hmm. If it's Pitt-Louisville or, like, Purdue-Michigan State, I'm going to be watching Purdue-Michigan State. Yeah. I'm going to be watching Western Kentucky and FIU. Like, <laughs> Heck yeah, why not? Same level of football, basically. Yeah, honestly, yeah. But it'll be funnier because there'll be more, like, 
backwards punts and pick sixes that are fumbled and returned for a touchdown. You know, like... Yeah. It, yeah, exactly. It just doesn't have that aspect to it. I, I don't know. It doesn't have that pizzazz. It doesn't. It no. doesn't. Um, boring. Uh, let's say one good thing about the ACC, though, after we just one slam it. Thing. If Florida State is back, that would be very fun. I agree. I agree. Um, my thing, I think it would be very funny. It would be great if Miami is back, but it would be funny if they're still not back. I think Florida State being back is akin to me of USC being back. Okay. It's kind of disgusting. Right. You don't necessarily blonde, like it. don't necessarily like it, but it's good for the sport. I agree. I agree. I think Miami might even be that way, but I think they're farther away. I think Florida State... Miami's definitely further away. Yeah. Um, they're another coach away. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Florida State will be fun. Um, one bold prediction from you to wrap things up here. I don't know if Virginia will actually do this because I don't know how much they care about winning, but <laughs> Tony Elliott might be looking for a new job by the end of the year. Ooh, I I think you might be right. I don't like we said, two wins maybe. No, Virginia sucks. If they will if they lose to William and Mary, he's done so. He's done, done so. Gone so. Um here's my bold prediction, and this kind of tells you like the ACC kind of Less than half of the teams will be below. That's going to be my... That'll be hard to do. I don't think that's necessarily going to come true. But they'll definitely have the most ineligible teams out of any Power 5 conference by a long shot. Just a bunch of 5 and 7 teams. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, listen to these names. Syracuse. Yep. Boston College. Yep. Wake Forest. Yep. Uh, Virginia. Virginia Tech. Miami. Miami. Those scream 5 and 7. Georgia Tech. Like... Miami went five and seven last year. Yeah, and they're supposed to be the third best team in the conference. Yeah, this screams a five and seven league. I think that's what we'll name the episode: five and seven league preview. Five and seven league. I like it. Uh, any parting thoughts though before we wrap up here on the ACC or anything else in sports world? We've been going for a while. Just because the ACC is bad doesn't mean it's awful. I would still rather watch any ACC game over any NFL game. One hundred percent. So, just because we're talking a lot of trash on the ACC, there is the worst game in college football is probably better than the third best game in the NFL. I think you're right. I think you're right. Around that range. Because I would rather have watched Miami-Texas A&M last year than, like, almost any of the championship games in the NFC-AFC. Like, I think you're right. I think uh, the worst college football game would at worst be the fourth best NFL game. Yeah. From I, just a football enjoyer standpoint. We're not talking level of football. We're talking enjoyment level. I can rock with that. Yeah. yeah. I agree. That's a great parting thought to, to leave us on. How about you? Anything? Um, the NFL can suck it. As Kinley said. Shout out McKinley. The <laughs> originator of that. Of that. Quotation. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Let's wrap it up. Let's do it. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we will do win total episodes, cranking them out here. We'll be mm-hmm. done by the beginning of football season. Yep, yep. We'll do a little, uh, oh, we have a cool draft coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be drafting playoff teams, Heisman contenders, all of the above. Um, yeah, that'll be exciting. Yeah, and if you have any funny ideas that you want us to do to absolutely humiliate ourselves, let <laughs> us know. If you want us to do another kicking competition, if you want us to eat an entire watermelon, who knows? That let us know. We can, we'll do it. We will do anything for you. Smash a water a watermelon with a sledgehammer. Wait. Why not? See who can bash a watermelon open with their heads first. Oh gosh. That would, that's Instagram content. Oh gosh. <laughs> okay. Deal.
All right. Uh, yeah, so uh, maybe we should conclude this episode before we give ourselves a concussion. <laughs> we love you guys. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Loyal to Royal Pod. Bye bye now. <laughs>